Today on the Weekend Bible, Jesus faces great temptation and leaves victorious and begins his ministry throughout Galilee and throughout Israel. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Weekend Bible. My name is Daniel King. So, last Sunday, we studied Matthew chapter 3, which introduced us to John the Baptist. And Jesus, by his own request, was baptized by John. And it was revealed to John, as well as to those around, that Jesus Christ was indeed the Son of God. Today, we are picking up in Matthew 4. And immediately after that, Jesus was led away back into the desert, into the wilderness, and was tempted by Satan to give up his birthright as the Messiah and as the King of Kings in exchange for the world. However, Jesus, in all of his might, resisted all of that and begins his ministry in the land of Israel. So without further ado, let's begin. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, afterward he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum, which is by the sea, in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and upon those who sat in the region and shadow of death light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brothers, Simon, called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, 
Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. They immediately left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee and John his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father, mending their nets. He called to them, and immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics, and paralytics, and he healed them. Great multitudes followed him, from Galilee and from Decapolis, Jerusalem, Judea, and beyond the Jordan. And that will conclude today's reading. So something I want to talk about actually relates not just to chapter 4 today, but to chapter 3 as well. Well, there are a couple things I want to talk about. First off, it's that when we say that Jesus knows and understands you, he literally knows and understands you. So think of it like this. Whenever you're hurt, whenever you're struggling, whenever you're in pain, what is a common response we give people when they try to sympathize or tell us that it's not that bad? You don't know how it feels. Like when we've gone through something bad or we've gone through something terrible and we're all emotional, we always tend to say, you can't understand. You don't know how I feel. You don't know what it feels like to have this done to me or that done to me. Or you don't know how it feels to lose something you care about. Well, when we say Jesus knows how you feel, when we say that Jesus knows you, he quite literally does. Literally. And not just knowing you as a person, but he knows what it's like to go through the things you're going through, whatever it is. Remember, Jesus walked this earth as a man. He was God, but he came to represent himself to us. And the fact that Jesus, even though he was God, was tempted by Satan, in my opinion, is solid proof of that. Because he didn't just walk this earth. No, he walked this earth as a man and came to teach us and to lead us into the direction of life. And with that, he got all the experiences we have, all of them. The only difference is, is him being God, he went through it pure. He got through every temptation, every struggle, even at the time of his death, when it was time for him to go to the cross, he even asked God to take the cup, to take the duty from him. But in the course of that prayer, he said, not what I will, but what you will. Jesus understands suffering. God understands suffering. He knows what we are all going through on every level. You can't tell him that he doesn't know how it feels, because he does. Something else I want to point out real quick. Matthew chapter 3, Jesus, even though he was God, asked John to baptize him, right? Saying, permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. 
And my point in that is that God is not going to ask us to do something that he himself has not done. It doesn't matter what it is in life. It doesn't matter if it's your calling to ministry. It doesn't matter what it is. He's not going to ask you to do something that he himself would not do. Again, he understands your suffering, so he understands the price of every decision we make. And he's not going to have us make a decision that he himself would not do, including baptism, as simple as that may be. And yet that is definitely the simplest thing he had done, seeing that he went to the cross for us. Another thing I want to point out, as soon as Jesus made that decision, temptation followed immediately afterwards. I find it in my personal life to be true that whenever God's about to do something, temptation definitely rears its ugly head every time. Sometimes it's just a form of excuses, and other times it's just literal stuff trying to steal me away from whatever God's put in front of me. But then again, as I've said before, he's not going to ask you to go through anything that he himself has not gone through and would not go through for you. So by all means, do not be afraid to take up this journey with the Lord, because one, you're not taking it alone, and two, he has taken it for you already. All you have to do is listen and be ready. And that will conclude today's episode. As always, thank you all so much for listening, for spending some time with us today, and I hope everyone is doing well and staying well. Again, thank you so much, and may God bless you. Then Jesus. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to my big, ugly voice. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written. Man, my voice is a mess tonight. First off, I want to point something out in the...